welcome back to this episode of Southern Onion Podcast. It's us, your favorite twins. I'm Erica. I'm Erin, and I'm shaken, not stirred. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, that has to be one of my favorite ones. I love there it. There you go. Oh, it's on the whim. <laughs> Think of it what you will. So. Exactly. <laughs> no, that was good. There you go. All right. So Aaron is shaken and not stirred, and there you go. I, I'm just gonna have a, a, a seltzer water. Thanks so much. Um, so, <laughs> welcome everybody in uh, today. Thank you again so much for tuning in and listening, and for all the support. We greatly appreciate it. Um, we have a couple of things we want to do. So let me go ahead and get the quote-unquote business part out of the way if you have not already please make sure you give us a follow on instagram at southern onion podcast there our dms are open so feel free to reach out to say hi ask a question or if you have a show idea you'd like for us to cover we'd love to hear from you because those of you who are who have reached out you know that we respond back and by we i mean me erica is you is usually who you're going to be talking to um because well the profiles on my phone so that's why um real big secret there <laughs> but yep. but thank you all so much and make sure you hit that subscribe or follow button so that you know when a new episode comes out new episodes are usually released on monday mornings at 6 a.m eastern time because we try to be mindful of the time zones over the pond as i think it's called <laughs> in um in the other countries not the united states um so yeah, and if you really, really, really like us, really, 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 make sure you leave a comment and tell your friends, tell your neighbors, tell your coworkers, whoever you want to, and just spread that Southern onion love because that's, as Southerners, what we're about is love. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. So one shout out in particular that we wanted to give, and this is the uh, listener that we alluded to with the, uh, we do it all with the Southern drawl, who... I'm, st- I'm still going to find a way to include this into every episode now. And we thank her so much. Her name is Ashley, and she is from North Carolina. So, Ashley, hey, Hello. how you doing? Hello, Ashley. Hey. Thank you so much for listening and for the follow. Yes. And um, for all that you do, we really appreciate it. And Ashley is actually a skincare and makeup coach. She's an entrepreneur. Ooh. So, y'all go out and right. check check out her Instagram page. It's happily underscore ever underscore beauty. And I've been looking at it and following it. I really like it. She and She likes to empower women and to stop pouring from an empty cup and fill your cup through self-care so live a life that is filled so we totally are on board with Mm -hmm. that ashley thank you again so much thank you for listening and to your hubby hi yes we are from the south hello (laughs) so (laughs) she'll know she knows what we're talking about so if you would like a shout out as well just hit us up on a dm and we'll be glad to say hello to you because we love our listeners y'all are amazing thank you so much all right so aaron how's your week been what have you been doing? What, Good. What have you and Maggie been doing? I know, right? Okay, so the Met Gala happened. Now, I don't usually watch this celebrity show stuff, but mm-hmm. it, like, has been popping up everywhere, so I had to bring it up. Mm-hmm. So, Kim Kim Kardashian mm-hmm. wore the Marilyn Monroe 1960s, like, the sequin dress that mm-hmm. she sang Happy Birthday, Mr. President, to John F. Kennedy. Like, the actual dress? The actual dress. This not dress a was at 
No, it was actual. And oh. it was at the Ripley's Museum. Mm-hmm. And people are in an outrage, which I understand why, because that is like, I mean, that's part of history. It's it's a part of pop culture, movie history. Yes. And mm-hmm. Marilyn Monroe or Norma Jean Baker is mm-hmm. an icon. And yes, you don't, you just don't mess with icons. You just don't. Right. And why? Right. She should have had a replica made. Why did it have to be the actual one? Right. So she wore the dress for just a few moments while she mm-hmm. walked the red carpet. There were bodyguards everywhere. Kim was not allowed to be alone with the dress. They had to actually dress her with gloves on. Because here's the thing. That dress, mm-hmm. it has Marilyn Monroe's DNA on it. So, mm-hmm. I mean, now Kim Kardashian is sweating in it. Kim uses lotions and perfumes right. and body makeup. And Lord only knows how much this dress is compromised. Well, right. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, now she did take the dress off and she wore a replica the rest of the night. But people are upset, especially mm-hmm. people who are historians. And, you know, they're just like, mm-hmm. why would you let her wear this dress? I mean, this was, this is an iconic dress. Mm-hmm. Well, that would be like, yeah. Ru- um, um, oh my goodness, her name has escaped me. Uh, Judy Garland's ruby mm-hmm. red slippers and the right. Wizard of Oz. Those are iconic. Right. Why would mm-hmm. anybody say, oh, I'm going to wear those on the yellow brick road carpet? You, d- you don't do it. Right. You can pay homage yeah. to it with a replica, but don't, why right. did you have to use the exact one? Right. I, right. Yeah. Now, yeah. Kim couldn't get into it at first. She had to lose 16 pounds in three weeks to get into this dress. <laughs> so she crash dieted for the dress. It's not but, healthy. Right. And she couldn't, she couldn't even walk up the stairs with the dress on. Mm-hmm. And that's another thing. Like she could have ripped it. She could, mm-hmm. I don't know. It just, it people been are accidentally destroyed. Yeah. It could right. have been accidentally right. destroyed and you can't recreate that. You no. can't recreate an original. Mm-hmm. I know that sounds right. so silly to say, but you can't recreate right. yeah, an so. original. I don't understand. Mm-hmm. Kim Kardashian is not an actress. She's not, no. um, you know, a movie star. So, Mm-mm. I'm I'm just lost. I'm lost on that. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. So I, people I didn't know are upset. About this, so I wonder, my, yeah. yeah, I didn't know about this, so you're getting my yeah. initial reaction. Yeah. And I'm, so it's hmm. blowing up. Oh, there you go. Lord. Yeah. Okay. I mean, so, I get why yeah. you want to replicate it and why you want to wear it. I yeah, get you, I get that mm-hmm. part. Just why did it right. have to be the actual? And who who gave that permission? Did she have to pay well, for the, it? I mean, who said no, this the rip- was okay? The Ripley's Museum said it was okay for her to do this. Well, free publicity. No. Because, look, yep. now they're getting mentioned in our little podcast. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Dang yeah. it. It worked. It worked. Yeah. I fell yeah. for so. it. Oh, but bitter. anyway, so that's just, you know, that's yeah. the big thing that we've mm-hmm. seen all over TV lately. So. Oh, mercy. Okay. Well, yes. I mean, it. You know, what, imitation is the sincerest form of flattery or something, but. Yeah imitation not the real thing okay yeah right exactly just pro tip for america there there you go you're welcome <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh so. goodness yeah so well good glad your week's going yeah. good i've been yeah um work right now uh, i work in outpatient physical therapy and right now this is when everybody's getting their surgeries getting ready for summer coming up so we're extremely busy yep. right now and that's good, but it makes the days fly by, and I'm like, wait, what day is it today? So, uh, yeah, I know, right? Yep. Yeah, <laughs> but um, it's been good. And then just uh, hanging out with the cats because 
That's what I do and play video games and Dungeons and Dragons. And there you, you know, go. Just again, a shout out to Canada and Jan Arden and Celine Dion. Haven't mentioned y'all in a few minutes. So mm. hey, there you go. How's it going? so okay so um hope everyone else has been having a great week and looking forward to the warmer months coming up where we're at i know on the other side of the world i think it gets a little starts getting cooler like in australia Mm -hmm. and new zealand i hope i have that right if not i'm so sorry i didn't do research before i spoke um (laughs) but hopefully it's a great time so because we're getting into those summer months and people are going to start looking for, oh, what book should I read now? So I've been trying to give some book suggestions on each episode. So my mm-hmm. suggestion uh, for this one and the books that I suggest are books that I have read. So I'm not just saying, oh, here you go. Um, but this one, it's uh, over a million copies sold. Glennon Doyle, she also um, has a podcast, We Can Do Hard Things. So if you're looking for a podcast that kind of challenges you to be more mindful and just really push through uh, things in life um, mindfully, purposely. Uh, go check out her podcast. But her book, Untamed, is fantastic. Oh, yeah. I love it. Um, one of, like a couple of the reviews is A Haunting Powerhouse, The Chance to Be Less Alone in Our Own Relationships, Candid, mm. Brave, and Generous empowering feminist badass uh, wildly beloved for her raw honest tales of motherhood bulimia addiction divorce and reconciliation so um, yeah so go check that out it's been out for a while this is not a new release or anything but if you want a good book to read and feel (laughs) after you read it that's it so untamed by glennon doyle and that's d-o-y-l-e so all right aaron you ready yeah, we got I think we're ready. Good, we got a good onion, a pretty, yeah. pretty good onion. Yeah. They're all good onions. But yes. uh, today we are actually, oh, wait, no, I have a question. I have a question for you, Aaron. Oh. Okay. And you've not been prepped, so you don't know what I'm getting ready to ask. No, I don't. That's what scary. What is your favorite guilty pleasure movie? Dun, 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 dun. Oh no! <laughs> She's really thinking about this. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know, guilty pleasure, yeah, uh, well, well, or just yeah. one of those movies that it's not real in depth. You know, it's not like this moving, like really thoughtful, oh. <laughs> but just one that you see and it comes on cable and you're like, yeah, I'll watch yeah. it. Um, Step Brothers. <laughs> that is mine. Step no, look, that's what I wrote. Step Brothers, right yeah, there. It's Step, I can't, every time it's on, I have to watch that. Yes, I don't know why. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Let's give them yep. something to talk about. Oh yes, yes. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Well, that's mine too. What, yeah. You yeah. think there we're you twins? How weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or Legally Blonde is another one I watch. Yeah, Bend and Snap. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love it. Bend snap. Yep. With an 82% success rate. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's right. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> there you so, go. Yeah. So if you all want, uh, why don't you hit us up with uh, what your favorite uh, movies are to watch. Uh, just, like I said, those that come on cable or whatever that you just always sit down. If there's nothing else to watch or do, you just watch that movie over and over and could quote it yeah. from start to finish. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We'd love to hear from you. All right, so, okay, seriously, getting to this onion. So uh, the one we have today, this is um, 
of Vernon Jensen. Uh, the victim in this case is uh, Diane Ray, and the killer, or presumed the convicted killer, I should say, um, is Vicky Jensen. So this mm. one caught my eye because it was um, in an episode of Evil Lives Here on the ID channel. And if the ID channel is looking to sponsor us, please reach out through our Instagram page. Love to have you. Yes. So, uh, <laughs> so shameless plug. So with um, with this case, a lot has been in the news lately about domestic violence, and we'll we'll yes. that will be a future episode as well. The Johnny Depp case. It Aaron and I feel it's important. Most most of the time in domestic violence situations, the victim is usually female. Um, but there are those cases where the victim is male, and we do want to shine light on those to not overlook that. They might be in a minority, but it's the minority is growing, unfortunately, where males right. are the victim of uh, domestic violence. I do want to let you know that we'll and we'll probably and we'll give this number at the end of the episode as well. That if you or someone you know is in a domestic violence situation and is wanting to get out. You can call the toll-free number 1-800-799-SAFE, S-A-F-E, or you can text START to 88788. And these, uh, the phone lines, the texting is open 24-7. This is with the National Domestic Violence Hotline. And just a reminder, there is no charge to use this um, hotline. So if mm -hmm. you are in the situation and you're ready to get out, call 1-800-799-SAFE or text START to 88788. So, um, and again, we'll give those at the end of the episode as well. So, okay. Vernon Jensen, this is a case out of Idaho, and Idaho is actually a state I have visited. I've been to Boise, mm -hmm. Idaho, and to Burley, Idaho. So shout out if we have any listeners uh, in that state. And so, so we start with Vernon. He is, um, he's 21 years old. He is a recent divorcee with children and mm -hmm. Vernon is studying to become a respiratory therapist. Now Ooh. in the medical field, especially, um, when you're going to be some type of therapist, doctor, you know, obviously nurse, you have to do clinicals, you have to do rotations. And mm -hmm. um, so Vernon was at a hospital in Boise, Idaho, and uh, again, studying to become a respiratory therapist. When a registered nurse at that same uh, hospital struck up a friendship. Now, this is where we meet Vicki. Uh, Vicki was also a divorcee. Uh, she had a four-year-old son. And, you know, if you work in the hospital, usually no matter what position you're working in, you're working a lot of hours when you're there at the hospital. I've, I've had a brief stint working for a little over a year at a trauma medical center uh, where, where I live. And you work 12-hour shifts. So, I mean, oh, yeah. when you got home, yeah. you maybe were up for maybe two more hours and then you went to bed because you're tired. So, mm -hmm. so you get to form really close relationships uh, to people that you work with at the hospital. So um, Vernon decides 
you know, innocently enough, I like this woman. She seems nice. She's funny. Let's let's go out on a date. So they go out on a few dates and explore the mutual feelings, you know, they seem they seem to have for each other. So they enjoy it. Uh, Vernon says he doesn't at the time consider it to be a serious relationship. Um, you know, he just kind of casually dating, if you will, because most people, not all, but most people, once you're divorced, you take a, a little bit of time until you're ready to hit that dating scene again. You might go out on a few dates, but you're not looking to move mm-hmm. right into another um, serious yeah. relationship. <clears throat> and some right. are, and that's fine if you are, please. There's no judging yeah. here. Um, so Vernon decides, you know, maybe Vicky's nice and all, but maybe you know, we'll just casually date, no big deal. So he goes on a long weekend trip with some friends. And, you know, if you're just starting to date somebody, you're not going to think, oh, I need to check in with them or I need to do this or that. Because you're like, right. man, we've gone out a couple of times. You know, yeah, I, we, serious, we're not so going out this weekend. I'm, I'm going out on a right. long weekend with my buddies. Well... Then Vernon gets back home, and something's happened that kind of makes Vernon very suspicious. And what's happened is that when he got back home, his and and Vernon lived with his mom um, at the time. I need to back that up and say that. Mm-hmm. So he lived with his mom at the time, and he said, "Mom said, oh, uh, Vicky called, and um, she asked that when you get in, if you'll just give her a call." So that seems innocent enough, right? But right. <laughs> the problem was is that um, Vernon never gave Vicky his number. And oh. he was like... Red well, flag. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and he never brought Vicky over to introduce him, introduce her mother. to his mother. So now mm-hmm. you've got a woman that's called, said, hey, tell Vernon to call when he gets in. And, oh, yeah, by the way, I'm his girlfriend. And, oh wow! Okay. Like, hey, all I did was go out with you know with my guy friends <laughs> on a on a long weekend, mm-hmm. and I come back with my new girlfriend calling my mother. So, That's so funny. yes, absolutely, first red flag. Mm-hmm. So. So he's like, okay, well, that's, you know, that's really weird. Um, and, and Vicky, when he confronted Vicky about it, he's like, hey, how did you get my number? Um, you know, she said, well, I, I, I got the phone book out and I called all the Jensen, people with last name Jensen, oh, wow. in the phone book until she got the right house. Oh, wow. <laughs> so and so I, how many people did right, she call? Right, <laughs> you know? yeah. I never no, could find no, a number no. of how many people. I mean, I... I don't Man, know if Jensen, right? Yeah. Now this is yeah. a 99. I need to back that. Yeah. I, that I mean, it's too. old. Yeah. Definitely old school. <laughs> and, and I'm trying to think because in 99, we would have been 20, 19, 20 years right. old. And yeah. I'm pretty sure there was a phone book under the phone, the landline phone. So, you know, because yeah. you had the little table the phone sat on, you had phone books underneath it. Right. So, you go through the yellow pages and yeah, yeah, the white let pages. Let your fingers yeah. do the walking, yeah. Um, right. Yeah. So, um, hmm. so, yeah. So, she, so, okay. Why? Right there to me, I would think, run away right now. Just right, stop. Right. Just, we're going to end all of this. And, uh-uh. So, right. you know, Vernon did say, he was like, well, you know, I kind of felt like my privacy was invaded. Um. It was invaded. It was. Yeah. <laughs> there was there was no kind of it was. Yeah. So um but you know, to him, this is casual. To him, this is no big deal. 
But now all of a sudden, Vicky's going around telling everybody, oh, I'm Vernon's girlfriend. I'm Vernon's girlfriend. Did you know Vernon and I are dating? I'm his girlfriend. Oh, and wow. Vernon's like, whoa, so okay, flag number two. <laughs> Don't let somebody no. go out and publicly say what you all are if you all have not had that conversation. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. That is not okay, ever. Right. So, um, you know, and, and Vernon had talked to some other coworkers and, and people that knew or had worked with Vicki uh, for a while, and they all agreed. They're like, well, when Vicki wants something, she gets it, period. You're not, mm. it's not going to, she doesn't stop until she gets it. So, okay, wow. uh, another red flag here. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, so I know you all are going to pick up on the rest of the red flags. I'll stop saying that. But at what point? I would think you've got to be talking to yourself and like, you know what, I, I need to get away from this, you know? Right. So this chance happens actually for Vernon. He, at the end of his schooling, he actually uh, found and accepted a full-time respiratory therapist position in Twin Falls, Idaho. Now, Twin mm-hmm. Falls um, is two hours away from Boise. Okay. So, okay. That's, a, you know. Who's going to make a two-hour trip one way to see somebody else? So he's thinking, here's my mm-hmm. chance. We're going to end it. That's it. Um, well, <laughs> somehow, I don't know if he tells Vicky, She gets wind of it. But Vicky then had other plans. And she mm. then let Vernon know, oh, well, that's great. I got a full-time job, too, so I'll be moving with you. Oh, no. <laughs> um, excuse oh. me? <laughs> so... Yeah. So Vernon's like, so again, again, I would think Vernon would want to say, no, that's enough. You you can move mm-hmm. if you want to. It will not be together, though. Or you mm, rescind right. it. Say, yeah, you go on, Vicky. I'll um, I'll catch up. My 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 start date's not till two weeks after yours, and then just never move mm-hmm. or something. You know, mm-hmm. just get out of dodge. Um, but stalker, it's stalker behavior. Yeah. I mean. Exactly. I mean, it really is. I mean, he's she's stalking him. Yes, absolutely. And, but the, and so, and you know, and again, Vernon has children or has a child with, because he just got, the, he's getting divorced, just got divorced. He has a child. So it's not like it's just him and Vicky. There's a child involved with this. Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. As well. So, um, or I'm sorry. Vicky's son. I, I totally messed that up. Sorry. That's how you know we recorded in one take. So Vicky's son <laughs> moves with them, not not Vernon's. Vicky's mm-hmm. son moves with them. So they find a house in, in Twin Falls. You know, I guess Vernon's just kind of like, okay, I guess I guess it'll be okay, you know. Um, right. But again, stand up for yourself. Set your boundaries. It's okay to set boundaries. But right. Vernon noticed immediately after moving in there um, with Vicky's son that he suspected that she had a temper that would not be just limited to yelling and, you know, kind of mm-hmm. throwing things at the wall or that this is going to be, you know, she has the potential to be actually violent physically. Mm-hmm. So one of the first signs was that Vernon noticed that Vicky's son had burns on his arm. Hmm. And he kind of comp- he confronted Vicky about it. He's like, "Hey, how did he get those burns?" And Vicky was like, "Ah, oh, you know, you know, kids have kids have accidents all the time. 
um, I don't know what happened, but um, but he knew that those burns weren't accidental. He was like, right. no, 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 something. So I think it kind of turned into him wanting to be around the child, Vicky's son to kind of protect him, you know, mm-hmm. about what's going on. So mm-hmm. um, it was also Vicky decided, because Vernon's starting to question her, Vicky decides, well, watch this. Vicky now announces that the pair is going to marry as soon as well. Vernon's divorce from his first wife was finalized. So he was in the final stages of his divorce, and Vicky's like, yep, we're going to get married as soon as it's finalized. And Vernon's like, what? What? We're, what? You know, we're doing this? Wow. Um, but when you are around someone that is has such a large personality and a dominant you know dominant personality like well I will push you I will make you do whatever I say because that's what I want and you will do what I want period you know so Vernon doesn't really push back on it so they get married and it wasn't until after they get married that Vicky's you know, arguing with him, shouting at him, all this verbal, it turns physical. Mm. So Vernon said that after the first time that Vicky hit him, she tried to get Vernon to hit her back. Oh, gaslighting. Yeah, huge gaslighting here. But then Vernon, so this is the one thing he stood on. (laughs) Mm -hmm. He said, I will not hit another woman. Mm. And I'm like, okay. so she's, she forced you into a relationship. She, she uh, moved to Idaho Falls with her son with you uh, when you didn't want that. You all got married when you didn't want that. But, you know, right. and I mean, good for him because he said that's his core value because he is a follower of Jesus Christ. And that's why he did not hit Vicky. Mm. So good on him because I'm sure it was probably hard not to just retaliate because it's innate it's our nature when someone hurts us we hurt back um so for him to be able to do that but still it's not okay it is not okay that she hit him and then when he wouldn't hit her back she she made fun of him for it oh wow so now here reverse psychology oh you're you're Mm -hmm. so big and bad well why don't you hit me back oh you can't yeah because you're so weak and you know whatever else she said um, mm-hmm. and then she had a knife that she threw at his head. Wow. Um, you know, I mean, just, it escalated. It was getting very mm-hmm. dangerous. So what really tipped Vicky over the edge and where Vernon started to realize, okay, this is not okay. This is not safe for anybody. Um, <clears throat> Vernon's uh, now ex-wife had taken him mm-hmm. back to court. Because Vernon was now not a student anymore. He was now a full-time respiratory therapist, which means you're making more money. money. Because mm-hmm. right, you're not a student. You're, you're fully employed or gainfully employed. So um, Vernon had to start paying more child support to his ex-wife for his children, which mm-hmm. is, you know, what you do. And uh, mm-hmm. boy, Vicky, uh-uh. She was uh-uh. not having it. Vicky said... Mm-hmm. Oh, that's fine. I know how to take care of people like that. And she talked about getting insulin 
and going to Vernon's ex-wife and and giving her an insulin overdose. And that's how wow. she was going to kill him, kill uh, the ex-wife. And it's like, wait a minute, you, you can't do that. And that is when Vernon decided, okay, Vicky is serious. This is, uh-uh, we can't do that. Um, and so Vernon, um, you know, he'd reached his limit when, when that happened, when Vicky threatened that. And he said to, you know, Vicky had said, I'm going to do that. Well, then Vicky comes mm-hmm. home one day with insulin and needles in her pocketbook. And wow. that's when like Vernon was like, Mm-mm, no more. That's, that's it. That's it. So he had finally had mm-hmm. enough. He um, took the insulin and the syringes and he threw them in a dumpster um, and and he instead of going to the police mm-hmm. which is of course hindsight's twenty twenty, what he should have done right. he actually just ended up moving out and he was like I'm just going to work extra shifts I'm going to get a divorce attorney we're going to end this relationship this is over I'm not going to let Vicky sit here and threaten people and then bring the things home that could actually kill them, right? Too, yeah, you know, she's actually gonna do it. Yeah, yeah, because I mean, here she is; she's a nurse, and you know, so she has that education to do right. that. That she would know. Yeah, you do this. So, um, <clears throat> excuse me. So, um, so Vernon's like, okay, I'm just gonna try to to work as much as I can because he wanted he wanted to convince himself that Vicky was just overreacting. Um, you know, you've got that, um, where you feel I can control this situation. I, it's going to be mm-hmm. okay. I can get her to stop. She's just, she's just mad right. about it right now. It'll blow over. It'll be okay. Um, so when he, when he finally stopped realizing he couldn't control the situation, he's like, okay, I just, I've got to move out. Um, so he finds a divorce attorney. And he's starting the process of divorcing Vicky. Uh, during that time, uh, Vernon actually began dating um, Alita Diane Ray, or she just usually went by Diane. And mm-hmm. Diane was someone who also worked at the hospital that um, he, Vernon, was working at. And she was a nurse's aide. And Vernon described uh, Diane, I want to read this. I remember how mm-hmm. incredibly kind and caring she was to her patients. She never got short with anyone or impatient, mm-hmm. even if someone was being really ugly toward her. She always had a smile on her face. I fell in love with her smile. She had a very soothing voice. She put others before herself. It was such a breath of fresh air. I just felt such a natural connection. And as I got to know her, it felt like uh, it felt as though we were kindred spirits. She was just the kindest, sweetest person I've ever met. I felt hopeful. Oh, isn't that precious? Oh, so that is. That's just fantastic, and it makes me, but you know, bittersweet. And um, so I would think, yeah, Vernon's going to be really attracted to someone like Diane because he's got, you know, uh, Ursula. Is that the? That's the one off the Little Mermaid. Oh, the right? Little Mermaid. Yeah. yeah. The sea monster. Yeah. yeah. You got that. Or the home. sea hag. Yeah, whatever the sea, sea hag. hag yeah. You're trying to get away from. And here yeah. you've got Diane who he he sees where 
someone else might get impatient or yell back and she doesn't. Um, so I can see that attraction. You know, I understand that attraction that he would have for her. So, mm-hmm. you know, he feels hopeful. And, uh, of course, Diane, the feelings are reciprocated. And they moved in together into an apartment. And um, uh, Diane also had a daughter. Um, mm-hmm. And so it didn't take long, though, for old Vicky to find out what was mm-hmm. going on and where Vernon moved to. And I'm just like, oh, this is where I feel bad for Vernon. Vernon just wants to live his life. Vernon yeah, just wants to find mm-hmm. if, if, you know, if finding love and finding a partner, someone to marry, spend your life with is what you want, you know, that's great. And some people don't, and that's great too. Um, but for Vernon, he wanted to find that partner. He wanted to find somebody to marry and to settle down with and just have a build a life together. Um, but Vernon noticed that when... Uh, him and Diane moved into a apartment together that Vicky began stalking them and Vernon's like you just you can't be serious right now because Vicky would drive by where they lived in the mm-hmm. apartment complex and he's like oh my gosh and you know Diane was like well you know she's just trying to be intimidating you know trying to just be hopeful about the situation but her mm-hmm. and Vernon decided okay we're going to move to a different state. We're not going to tell anybody. We're going to start a whole new life. So yeah. they were in the process of making those plans. Um, mm-hmm. Vernon wanted to send Diane away. He said somewhere 200 miles away so she could feel safe. And I guess I didn't act fast enough. That's what Vernon says. And I'm mm-hmm. just like, oh, my gosh. I just feel so bad. So what happened was on the morning of September 9th, 1999, Vicky and two disguised accomplices fooled Diane into letting them enter her home after Vernon had gone to work. Because Diane didn't really mm-hmm. know what Vicky looked like. So uh, yeah. so that's how she was able to get in. I don't I don't know how she convinced them to let them in, but mm-hmm. she but she let them in. So it was there when Vicky gave the 33-year-old Diane with a gun held to her head, a lethal injection of methamphetamine and insulin. According wow. to prosecutors, Vicki ignored Diane's pleas for mercy and then watched her suffer for nearly an hour. The mm. crime was witnessed by Diane's three-year-old daughter who was left alone with her dying mother. Oh, wow. So this is a woman who, because Vernon didn't love her, didn't want to be the object of her affection anymore. He just wanted to Mm -hmm. live a simple, non-dramatic, volatile life. Um, Diane was like, nope, you're not going to do that to me. Because they're still going in the process of divorcing. They're still married at this time. Right. And so now a three-year-old watches their mom die. Diane gets murdered because she's just the person that's dating Vernon. I mean, it could have been anybody. It didn't matter who it was. It was just that was the person in the way with Vicky. So so the two accomplices that were with with Vicky at the time, it was her niece, who was 14 years old at the time, Autumn Pauls, 
and wow. Autumn's ex-boyfriend, 17-year-old Matthew Pearson, to help with mm. the killing. And I'm just like, oh, my gosh. So, so Vernon finds out, you know, mm. something's going on at home. Oh, my gosh. It's Diane. And he said, mm -hmm. he goes, I felt an incredible amount of guilt. Um, and he even said the way I dealt with it was with alcohol. Um, he took a very self-destructive path. Um, because he was like, I knew this would happen. I knew this would happen. I didn't protect her. Um, and because they were making plans, they, they weren't planning on being mm -hmm. around for much longer. Um, you know, and then as with most loss and grief you deal with, you start to become angry, mm -hmm. you know, and he knew, he knew in his heart because they couldn't find any evidence at the scene. He knew Vicky had something to do with it. And oh, he yeah. said he felt such rage that he probably could have broken my oath with God. I think I would have strangled her. I'm thankful mm -hmm. for my faith because that anger could have destroyed me. So he, mm -hmm. Vernon leaned a lot on his faith, um, obviously, to get him through. It still took prosecutors and investigation investigators several months before Vicky was arrested and charged with first-degree murder. Um... And I don't know, particularly in the courts and interrogation and police work, but Vernon got to see some of the clips, and, I, and I'm sure they were played mm -hmm. in court, of the interrogation and what Vicky mm -hmm. would say. And Vicky would just come across like she was the smartest person in the room, that she could get away with anything. Um, mm -hmm. You know, she was even trying to flirt with the guy that was putting on handcuffs, putting handcuffs oh, on wow. her. <laughs> and, but that's a narcissistic person. Right. Yeah, they think everybody likes them. They think they're the smartest person. They think they're the best thing since sliced bread, you know, mm -hmm. as the saying goes. And, and mm -hmm. you know, so why not? She's got no no cares in the world. Well, you know, a lot of cases that we covered, the, the killers felt that way. Eh, you're not mm -hmm. going to get me. You're going to. Right. You're going to look elsewhere or you're not going to have the evidence because I am so sly. I'm so slick, you know. Right. So uh, with Vicky, so the court case lasted, you know, it, it went to trial. Vicky, who was 39 at the time, so she killed 33-year-old Diane. Vicky's 39. Um, she mm -hmm. finally did plead guilty. And... Um, mm -hmm. Prosecutors and judges have called this one of the most horrific cases, murders, uh, in Twin Falls County. She was mm. sentenced to life in prison. The judge called Vicki the evil mastermind of a perverse and horrendous crime. The two accomplices were tried as adults. They were 14 and 17 at the time, mind you. Um, mm. And then Vicki and um, Vernon's divorce was finalized in 2001. Wow. Yeah, and, you know, the the doing the evil lives here, Vernon was actually able to get reconnected with Diane's daughter, mm -hmm. um, and that they speak frequently now, and he's like, oh, I just goodness. wanted to let her know I loved her mother, I, mm -hmm. I adored her, and I wanted her to hear those stories about someone that loved your, you know, someone that loved Diane and only had great things to say, because I could only imagine... You trying right. to look up information on your on your mom, and all it is is the murder. All you see is Vicki Jensen, mm -hmm. you know, uh, face. So, 
uh, Vernon did remarry in 2017. Uh, he, he said that the church has helped him cope with the tragedy over the years, um, but that he probably won't, won't be watching the documentary, you know, because it's just too painful. Um, but he's grateful to those who are shining the light on Diane and showing, you know, what a great person that she was. Um, yeah. And he said that his feelings have always been genuine for Diane and the love will always be there. But mm -hmm. can you imagine, I mean, you knew that this was happening or, or that Vicki was going to be a danger and then she actually mm -hmm. goes through with it. Right. Yeah. And poor Diane, because it sounds like she was a sweetheart of a person. Right. And she, there's no telling what they told her. And they're like, oh, mm. yeah, come on in. And then that happens. Yeah. Well, I think Vicki definitely preyed on Vernon. Mm -hmm. And I think she was doing things because she was getting away with it. And yeah. the question is, you know, why didn't he go to the police? Mm -hmm. Did he think that Vicki would just kind of peter herself out and find a new love interest? Right, exactly. Right, I mean, somebody else would catch her eye and right. he would leave her alone. Right. So that makes you wonder. I mean, it's it's scary to think about because yeah. Yeah. especially, and I guess another thing that caught me with this case was the ages. Mm -hmm. They were in their yeah. 30s, mid to late 30s. These were not, right. you know, late teens, mm -hmm. early 20s, you know, um, mm -hmm. um where they're fixated on their partner and you can't leave me and this and that. This was right. people who had, who had lived, yeah. who had children from previous right. relationships. And she still acted like, you know, like that, like, no, you're going to, you're going to love me. And right. that's that. Yeah. Period. If I can't have you, nobody else can. Mm -hmm. That yeah. kind of mentality. Yeah. Yeah. So it's I scary. Don't know. Yeah. I know. I'm like, were you, was he ashamed? Did he not right. go to the police because there, there's an amount of shame there? Which, okay, is mm -hmm. understandable. However, you've got to, mm -hmm. if you really think, and I know we've said this before, say say something. Even if it turns mm -hmm. out to be nothing, at least you right. said something. Because how many of these stories, well, if I had only said, if I had only had the courage to Right. Go to the police or tell this person, hey, this is what they said about you. Are Do you think they're for real about it? Just say right, right. something. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Too many cases, exactly. I feel yeah. like, could have been prevented. Or he should have said, or they could have made the pact, if we're not home together, that door doesn't mm -hmm. open. Period. Right. Unless but it see, is a I'll... uniformed officer. Or so, you know, I mean, just something. Right. I wonder if he just thought Vicky was kind of more of like a all, t all bark, no bite, maybe. Mm. I mean, I just don't know yeah. because didn't um, Vicky show up at one point mm -hmm. at Vernon and Diane's apartment mm -hmm. with Diane's ex-boyfriend? Oh, yes, yes. Oh, my and gosh. I'm, I'm sorry. It, it I was like, out. No, no. Yes. And I'm like, no. But you know what I mean? Because it's mm -hmm. like, who yeah. would do that? Like, hey, look who I'm dating. It happens to be your ex. And mm -hmm. it's like, yeah. okay, great for you. Yeah. You know, congratulations. Yeah, exactly. Right. Good luck with this one, you know. Mm -hmm. But that's what I, I mean, this woman just couldn't let it go. And no. we see cases of women where they just can't let it go. Mm -hmm. And I will say this, women 
will stalk other women. Oh yeah. And it and it is not a romantic Mm-mm. thing involved. No. That's what end. people think. Oh, they must have been romantically hooked up. Oh no, it's not. I don't like your dress. It's I'm going to ruin your life. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Women will stalk other women. Well, I can't remember the year you of know. the movie, but single white female. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. They, yes. I still can't look at high heels the same way. And yeah, well, and here's the thing that is so too close to real life. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It, so, yeah, it, again, if you think something is possible, right. say something. Right. Don't worry if you're wrong. Who cares? Right. I'd rather be wrong because then you're actually yeah. right because you did the right thing. You got to protect yourself and you've mm-hmm. got to, you know, protect yourself and stay alert and stand up for yourself. You yeah. know, I mean, this is it's scary times and you don't know. You right. may think that person's harmless, but. It, right. It takes it takes two it, seconds to get yep, in a it, situation that you might not make it out of. And, yeah, yeah. and mm, especially as females. And like mm-hmm. you said. It's not always men um, stalking right. females. It can be females stalking others, and that can lead to a false sense of security of, oh, right. we're we're females. We're girl. We're gonna stick together. We'll protect mm-hmm. each other. And sometimes it's a wolf in sheep's clothing. And, right. But scary. But yeah. yeah. Very yeah. scary. But good on him for having the courage to share his story and letting it yes. be known, because it might give courage to other men who are Mm -hmm. in an abusive relationship to stand up for themselves to get out safely and you know let others know don't you don't have to do this alone or in silence um get if you've got a close friend just say hey this has been on my mind let me run this past you what do you think do you think this is real like do you think this could really happen or if you find yourself in a situation where your partner does not let you have other friends or be alone with your friends. Mm-hmm. That's a huge sign to get away because yeah. they're yes. isolating you and that is not okay ever. No. I mean, it's no. one thing if you're introverted and you don't really have friends, but you know that you could go to Target or wherever mm-hmm. on your own and not have to report back or them go with you, you know. Right, right. Exactly. Oh, it's just yeah, sad. So again... Yeah want to reiterate the uh, National Domestic Violence Hotline. The phone number to call is 1-800-799-SAFE or you can text START to 88788 and they will help you get to a place that is safe and safely get you out of your situation if that is what you want. Um, But just know you don't, it's not okay for people to hurt you physically, mentally, emotionally, it's not okay. Right. Love right. love is not like that. That's not love. Um, right. That's control. And yes. we don't want that for anybody. We want everyone to be in happy, healthy relationships. Exactly. So, yeah. So, huh. that was a little scary. Yeah. I mean, watching because you're like, mm-hmm. there is no way a woman's going to kill another one. Oh, yeah, there, you know, she did. Yeah. And all but... Mm-hmm. All because, you know, he. Well, did she think that Vernon would come running back to her? Like, yeah, that's what I don't. You know, yeah, Yeah. that's that narcissistic personality. Um, you know, how could you not want me back? What is wrong? You must be the problem. 
And, right. Yeah. But like you said, her bringing the ex-boyfriend of Diane's around. Yeah. I guess she thought we might set off a jealous spark in him or something. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, and of course it didn't, so. Right, because he was like, oh, great. She's got somebody yeah. else to worry about. Right, yeah, now she's moved on to somebody else, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, it, and, and I have mm-hmm. seen it where, mm-hmm. and it's usually, you know, younger, not always. Um, it, it knows no age range, but where someone tried to break off a relationship and he was not having it. And it was scary to see yeah. one of my, you know, friends go through that. And I was Oof. just like, whoa. Um, but she's safe now and that's. You know, and she's she's fine, but it but for there for a little bit, it was like, you know, goodness. But mm. so it it happens. It's mm-hmm. it's male. It's male to female, female to male, female female, male male. It it's yeah. all yeah. all kinds. Um, it it yes. does not have to be a romantic relationship to be a domestic violence relationship. Okay, that's it's exactly right. Yes, two people. Mm-hmm. You can have roommates that live together, and one is abusive to the other it's the same it's mm-hmm. the same it does right. not have to be yeah. romantic uh, at all so all right so i think we're done peeling this onion yes so again um we thank you so much for listening uh thank you for your time thank you for your continued effort we're having so much fun uh doing this and covering this and it's always fun when you get to work with your favorite twin, right, There Aaron? you go. That's ah. right. Yeah. Huh? Um, <laughs> so, oh, where's she at? I didn't yeah, find well, her. Hey, <laughs> right here. <laughs> so, so um, yeah, so next week we're actually going to talk about Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. Right? Yes. I said that right, correct? Yes. You said it right. Yes. Okay. Because <laughs> I, I, mm-hmm. I, I, I will confess I really do not mm-hmm. watch the news at all. Aaron is the one that keeps mm-hmm. me up to date on pop culture yeah. things. Um, right. And that's fine. I just I just don't prefer to watch the news. It's nothing more than that. Um, mm-hmm. And so I know a little bit about this case now that I'm reading about it. I know it's over. Um, mm-hmm. So we won't talk about that because we'll talk about it on the episode. But, but yeah, that's going to be our next episode is Johnny Depp and Amber mm-hmm. Heard. And yeah, I'll be interested to... This this was a, a mm-hmm. messy, um, way dysfunctional relationship between these two. Yes. On both oh, sides. Oh yeah. So, yes. So that's yep. what we will cover next. We'll have another book suggestion for you, Erin. I'm sure we'll have something witty to say when she introduces herself. Um, I hope so. We'll see. You better. I've grown to like it. I'm sure the listeners have too. Too so. much pressure. Too much pressure. I don't know. <laughs> you can do it. I believe in you. I know. So. Oh, thanks. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you again, everyone. We hope you have a great week. Thanks again for tuning in. And uh, again, if you want to follow us on Instagram, Southern Onion Podcast, DMs are open. If you want to say hi, want to shout out, have a show idea, suggestion, feel free to reach out to us. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, make sure to like, follow, and if you really like us, leave a comment and at your favorite place that you listen to our podcast at. All right. Until next time, take care, stay safe, and keep peeling back those layers of true crime as we do it all with a Southern draw. Bye, Erin. There you go. <laughs> Bye, Erica. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.